beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of A Crime That. I'm your host, Candace Court. This episode of A Crime That will be a little bit different because I won't be focusing on an actual true crime case, but more on some actual true crimes that are happening every single day. So this episode, we're talking about human trafficking. What is the definition of human trafficking? Layman terms, modern day form of slavery. But let's go to the human trafficking hotline.org to see what the true definition of human trafficking is. Human trafficking is the form of modern day slavery. This crime occurs when trafficker uses force, fraud, or coercion to control another person for the purpose of engaging in commercial sex act or solicitating labor or services against his or her will. Force, fraud, or coercion needs not to be present if the individual engaging in the commercial sex is under the age of 18. When it comes to the breakdown of human trafficking, they tend to break it down into three parts. And I'm gonna give you guys what the three parts are. It's the sex trafficking, labor trafficking, sex and labor trafficking breaking these down a bit. Sex trafficking, escort services, residential base, pornography. That's under the hub of sex trafficking. Let's move over to the hub of labor trafficking. That is domestic work, agriculture and animal husbandry, travel sales crews. That's all under labor trafficking then the combination of sex and labor trafficking. That is illicit massage, health and beauty, bar, strip club, and cantinas, and illicit activities. Now, from what I'm gathering when I'm reading, the reason they combine the sex and labor goes to what they break down in the hubs, especially when it comes to the spas and the the strip clubs and containers because these people are not only working, you know, if you're working as, if you're forced to work as a stripper, you're also being forced to also perform sex acts. Let me talk statistics. There was a 25% increase in the human trafficking jump from 2017 to 2018, 25% increase. And from according to what we're hearing on the news, it's happening more rampant. So for the top of January, I believe they said that they're gonna release their numbers uh, the first, second week of January. I am going to do a part two of this to see where we stand because according to the news media, the little that we have right now, it just seems to that this has exploded to a whole nother level, unfortunately. In 2018, according to the human trafficking hotline.org, there were 10,949 human trafficking cases reported in the US. Out of that, the type of trafficking broken down by numbers, sex trafficking was 7,859, Labor trafficking was 1,249. 
trafficking types not specified 1202 sex and labor was 639 so that was the type of trafficking breakdown for 2018 now let's move on in terms of gender 7126 were female 1137 were male gender minorities was 78 out of that adults which means anyone the age of 18 and older was 5070 minors anyone under the age of 18 was 2378 with those numbers that i just broke down i want to also emphasize that out of all of the reported cases which was 10,949 23,078 survivors were identified from the 10,949 cases that were reported so i'm going to go over two more statistics and then we're going to go on to dive in some more i just mentioned the survival count of the 23 3,078, I'm just going to break down and, and identify what sector of human trafficking those survivors were listed in. Sex trafficking was 14,749. Labor trafficking was 5,577. Sex and labor trafficking was 1,388. Non-specific was 1,000. 364. Another statistic is the top reported race and ethnicity. Latinos, 2,348. Asian, 1,809. African Americans, 1,072. Whites, 989. Multi ethnic, multiracial, 184. Last statistics I want to break down are how are these victims being trafficked? Sex trafficking, and I'm also going to break down the labor trafficking. So sex trafficking, intimate partner slash marriage proposal, 1,078. Familial, 893 chosen as a benefactor 491 job offer slash advertisement 479 false promises fraud 402 that's the sex trafficking recruitment tactics now let's go over to human trafficking job offers and advertisement 2,221 false promises fraud 743 smuggling related 500 coercion slash threats and blackmail 194 familial 145 now i just gave you guys a whole lot of numbers and sometimes that goes in one ear and come out the other but if you guys can just spend five minutes 
to go on to the human trafficking hotline.org and actually see and visualize these numbers because there are tons of other statistics that I'm not breaking down here for you just because it's a lot and we will be going on a number game here but it is it, it does something to actually visualize these numbers and see it and see the graphs and see the breakdown I am going to include this in the show notes. However, I do want to verbalize the hotline for reporting tips or any knowledge that you may have of some form of human trafficking. Let me tell y'all something. Even if you're not sure, still report it. It's rather to be wrong and apologize later than not to say anything and then it blows up in your face and you say and you shoulda, coulda, woulda, all that stuff. So here is the hotline number. It is 1-888-373-7888. Again, that is 1-888-373-7888. Or you can text B free which is two three three seven three three again text b free that is b e f r e e or two three three seven three three that is the national hotline number for human trafficking when it comes to human trafficking, they estimate that 20 to 40, which is a big jump, 20 to 40 million people are enslaved today. Y'all hear me? 20 million to 40 million people are currently enslaved. Okay? And out of those 20 to 40 million, 0.04 of those cases are identified which mean a vast majority of people who are in modern day slavery go undetected human trafficking is a hundred and fifty billion dollar business which means unfortunately it's not going anywhere this is a type of crime that you should see on TV every single day every single day you don't hear nothing when people think about human trafficking and how people get involved in human trafficking they start to think that you know this is a violent act but that's a myth and it's not always violent you can be recruited into sex trafficking or human trafficking now when I talk about recruitment just break down certain ways that people are being recruited into this trafficking. One, get a phone call for a job you didn't apply to and it sounds too good to be true. There are videos out here on YouTube with girls who, you know, escaped the life and they're saying that I was called for a job and these are young girls so they're 14 15 the two videos that I saw they have their faces blocked out so I don't want to show you guys or mention anything however they're being called by individuals who are saying hey 
you know, we're hiring, you're getting paid $22 an hour to answer the phone, you know, work with this. And you're like, whoa, $22 an hour. I'm making $10 an hour. This is amazing. Let me go. But you never applied to this job. You need to take that into consideration. I did not apply to this job. However, this person is calling me. And usually when they go to these places, that's when they get lured into the whole trafficking because they can't escape when they enter the building for these job interviews. So please be aware, do not respond or go to any type of job interviews that you did not apply for. Another form of recruitment is being in a mall or in a store, Target, Target, whatever these stores, what they're doing is they're having individuals walk up to you and talk to you about, you know, going to this church, which has happened to me before, or going, you know, telling you about a program or acting like you know them. Like, oh my God, are you this person? Like you sound familiar, you look familiar. I know I've seen you somewhere that we used to go to school together. Are you from this area? All the stuff that people are saying to you, but these are all in actuality ways that they will lure you into this human trafficking ring. Because what they tend to do is like, oh, we're having a meeting next week. I would love for you to come. I'll pick you up with your phone number and all this stuff. These are ways that they lure people into trafficking world. So please be mindful. It's okay to be rude. It's okay to be disrespectful because if that's gonna save your life, I'll apologize to you later. Another way, these I don't, people in my age range, you may not get this, but for these younger girls, you know, please make sure you're sharing this with younger women. Hotel parties. I will admit that I've been to a few in my younger high school, college days. Hotel parties. Hotel parties is one of the leading ways that they are taking people into human trafficking, the trafficking world. You get invited to a hotel party, you go to this hotel party, and you are there, you and maybe two other girls, and there's 15 other men. That's how they're taking advantage of girls these days as well. So please be mindful to the parties that you go to and the people that you go to when you go to these parties. Please be mindful of what you're intaking in these parties. A lot of people are saying that they're going there and you know whether or not they're smoking or drinking, things are being laced, they're waking up or they're like missing memory of what happened and what took place and that's how they're being trafficked into the world. Outside the hotel parties, people are like, okay, well, I won't go to a hotel party. Also, another way of being trafficked is these big private mansion parties. Oh, I have been to a few myself. I will say that. However, please be mindful. Try to get as much, if you must go to these parties, please try to get as much information as you can about these parties before you step foot into these private parties because that's another way that they're trying to or they are luring and trafficking people i saw online which was scary that one of the ways that these traffickers are getting some of their victims are by having their girls 
or guys work for them at hotels and when they do that they pay attention to the guests that are coming in that are by themselves and what they do is they make copies of your room key and give it out to these traffickers one of the scariest things I've heard as of recent when it comes to this so use that lock that is behind the door and if you have to use a chair to prop open and put underneath the what do you call that that doorknob that is by that door because that's scary and then again i don't want to have to feel that way when i go to a hotel but listen do what you have to do okay please do what you have to do so that's something recent i've heard as of late which was scary because i know i have tons of friends that travel I travel and to think that that's a thing it's it's ridiculous you know what's crazy I mentioned this and the other day I got a little shook in my apartment so before I continue going with this ladies if you're looking for an apartment please do not get an apartment on the first floor or the second floor anything that somebody could climb up and get to you at don't get it we should not women we should not be on the first or second floor of apartments it is the scariest scariest place to be however a lot of i've been noticing and this happened twice and the first time it happened i snapped at the person and i lied and was like well my husband is in the living room waiting on me so i have to go People are knocking on your doors in these apartments. I don't know, you know, when you're, when you live in an apartment, I'm, I'm guilty of doing that. When you come in through the door and there's somebody there, you let them through as well. But these people are coming into your apartments. Like I had somebody knock on my door talking about I work for PSNG and I'm here to lower this and do that. And he's he was being very invasive and like he's like oh you want me to come in and like as you look this i'm like no my husband is waiting on me we're doing that he was like oh, okay well i'll come back later and it was only until i said that that he walked away but i was very rude i listen i have no time for this and yesterday there was somebody who was just knocking this little chick just was knocking on everybody's door i low-key thought it was my friend chris and I went to look through the peephole and it wasn't her and I keep it moving but you can see the shadow through the peephole that somebody just looked through and she kept lock knocking it was like hello hello are you still there I saw you before like no I'm not coming back to the door I don't know you I didn't invite you so please be mindful of that I put chains on on my doors now that I'm here um, you just have to be very careful even in your own safe haven your domain let's talk about some other ways that you can protect and prevent yourself one of the number one ways that you can protect yourself is being aware now I had to check myself on this I am a podcast listening mofo so I'm always with my headphones in my ears when I'm walking around the grocery store or walking down the street to get the train station or running, jumping rope, whatever I'm doing, I got my headphones in my ears. Since I've been doing research on this, one of the things that I'm starting to do is only wear one earphone and I make sure the volume is not super loud. Now here's why. I just want to be aware of what's going on around me. And it is very scary to know that a lot of people 
who've been pulled into the trafficking world has been pulled in because they're not paying attention because they're too busy on their headphones. So please be mindful with your headphones. If you can, just wear one, let the other one charge, let that one drop down if you need to be. But you have to be more alert and look around your surroundings. Now, another way that you can prevent stuff from happening is please find a parking closer to the stores that you're going to. So if you're going into a store, if you have to drive around for another 10 minutes, do that. Drive around for another 10 minutes and try to find a closer parking because one of the things that they tend to do is they wait for you to go back to the car. They look at you, they scope you out. I've seen, I've seen tons of TV ID shows where they follow the person in one to see if they're meeting somebody in the store two just to see what they're doing and if they are paying attention to their surrounding and you see a video you see a video of them looking and being in the same aisle or being in the, the aisle next to them and keep them in their peripheral when they are trying to take that person so please be mindful of that another thing i was told is it's okay if you're feeling a little uneasy if you get into this let's say like time is changing now so it gets a lot darker earlier so you went into the mall at two o'clock and it's now four o'clock and you're like holy crap it's dark as heck outside i'm nervous i had to park far away you know it's holiday season it's okay to ask the security guard to walk you to your car that's a thing like they can leave the mall and escort you out to your car that's part of their job duties you just need to ask it's people tend to just you know be like oh i don't want to bother them no you bother people you listen being weird and bothering people it's okay to save your life so ask these people to escort you to the car even if you're you're in a target and you're uneasy because it's dark outside and you're nervous it's okay to ask one of the target employees or supervisors hey i'm sorry can is it okay if someone walks me to my car to make sure that I get into my car, okay? Guys, these are things that you can do. I've worked retail, I've had people ask me, is it okay if you have somebody walk me out to the, and I've done it, it's okay. Ask the question, people. Especially like, let's talk about if you're going out on a date or you're just going out somewhere, share your, share your location. Share your location with at least three people. One that can fight, one that stop. No, but share your location. It's very imperative that, you know, it's okay to, you know, a lot of people say, like, oh, I don't want this person in my business. But no, this person being in your business can like actually save your life. So whether it's your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, a friend that you know can fight, whoever it is, just share your location with individuals and come up with certain codes like i know when i have a couple of friends that i'm literally like if i've been on a date and i'm like if you get a text message from me that's a letter know something is wrong and you find my location okay you find my location because there's not going to be a time where maybe because something is happening i can send a full text so instead of me sending a full text if i send you a random letter 
guns out, like come get me. Um, so that's one thing I want to stress with people come up with ways and codes with friends and family to let them know like this is how you know I'm in distress like that's okay have that conversation another thing that you need to do is stop sharing your location now I just said share your location and now I'm telling you stop sharing your location I'm talking about when it comes to social media I've had story time here I've legit been out with a former friend of mine where we were out this was several years ago where we were out at a club and she was posting on she was posting on Facebook and Instagram where we were at what we were doing in real time and uh, a dude showed up that shouldn't have been there this is a dude she was somewhat talking to but she was there with us and other friends and this person drove about 45 minutes to come to the location that we were at that's not cute but this is a way that people track you down stop sharing your location if you do want to share your location share it after you left but don't share your location to spots that you go to on the regular so this person tends to see your pattern so like every thursday this person know that you're at the starbucks from three to five getting your chai latte mocha latte whatever that's not something that you need to do so please be mindful stop sharing your locations when you are at that location it's okay to post later on and say this is where i'm at but don't do that i legit had to stop doing that as well so just wanted to let you guys know on that another form of gotcha that these traffickers are using that i i, I saw literally right before i was about to record this video you know is using old women and little kids to lure you in by saying that these people are selling something so like the old women they're saying oh can you please uh, buy this perfume and blah 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 when you try to smell the perfume to see whether or not you want to purchase it it's a knockout gas and that's how they're taken they're also using these kids to distract you with the candies. Then these are the, like, can you buy my candy, support this, support that. But these are in the parking lots. These are not necessarily, because I don't want to take away from the kids that are, you know, selling candies outside the stores or, you know, sometimes they're in the section of, like, the Targets or the Walmarts and stuff. They're talking about people that are in the parking lots. So, like, as they're in the parking lot, they're trying to sell this to you. And as they're doing that, that's when the traffickers are coming up as your back is turned or when the gas is knocking you out. So please be mindful of this. I've also been seeing a lot of videos of them saying, please be mindful of the white cars. I've been here, white vans. Please be mindful of the white van. I remember as a child, always hearing this is legit the kidnapper van. Any white truck that you see is the kidnapper van. So I know for a fact 
that yes stay mindful of that but two kidnappers and traffickers are smarter than that now they're not just using white vans to kidnap you they're using whatever it is that they need to so it could be a black van it can be a cadillac it can be a tesla like it does not matter they're using whatever they have to to get you remember this is a billion dollar industry the average sex trafficker in the united states makes about a hundred thousand dollars per girl that he has okay so please be mindful they can use that money to to step up their game and buy this van or this tesla or this truck or whatever the case they need to be they not necessarily living in the slums like they have other ways so don't just think oh because it's just a escalate a Cadillac escalator is next to me that this is not a trafficker's vehicle it can sure enough be so please be mindful of that also you know because I, I remember when I was a store manager I remember being asked what does a, a shoplifter look like I'm like there's no actual true definition of what a shoplifter may look like because a person could come in shoplifting wearing a full-on Fendi suit or Fendi outfit because they just shoplift that outfit from another store and they're coming into your store and about to shoplift your stuff so don't just assume that these traffickers look a certain way they don't there is no if you go through these websites there is no actual definition there's no specific race there's no specific height there's no specific age none of that when it comes to the human traffickers so please do not get it twisted that they look a certain way that means they drive a certain car they don't there's a lot of things that are out there say you know you look out when you're going to your car that there's nothing on the windshield and if you see anything on your windshield on your car anywhere on your car that you did not put do not stop to remove it that is true do not stop to remove anything you t either get in your car and keep it moving or you turn around that store turn around and go back into the location that you came from you do whatever it is that you need to do to make sure that you go home safely that night we've been seeing a lot of videos of the rideshare companies being used as a form of trafficking as of late there's been talks that there are clones of these apps that are out there in a black market and people are buying i've tried to look that up i've saw one article in it i've been to even read it and look it up but i see no concrete uh evidence that this is actually true however doesn't mean that it isn't so i want people to be very careful with once you're using these rideshare apps and these rides here to get to your location i'm not a fan of using the ride share apps and using it where they do multiple drop off unless i'm with another person so that's the only time that i would usually try to do that um, just because i am uncomfortable 
doing that process by myself. However, if you have to, to save a couple of bucks, I get it. Let's talk about how to protect yourself when you're going into these ride shares. One, make sure and make it evident that you are checking the license plate of the individual's car that is picking you up. Make sure you double tap on that app so you can see their face big and bold and see the color of their car and make sure before you walk in that car, you look at that person's face and it matches up, okay? Also, before I get in the car, when I open that door, I say, hi, who are you here for? And have them repeat my name. I'm not playing. And the reason I do that is because one, you can't pretend that you know who I am because my face is not on those apps. You can't tell who I am because I do not have my picture on the app. That's the thing. The reason why I started doing that is because I used to have to um, use the app to send my grandmother and pick my grandmother back and forth up from church. So anytime they will come and try to pick her up, they'll always try to give like an issue like this is not that person. But I don't have my picture period on that app. So after I stopped doing that, I still left it that way because I found like they will have to always ask, who am I? Because of the fact that my face is not on the app. I make sure that that person, like I said, says my name. And when I get in, I always act like someone else is coming with me. So I'm like, oh, where is she? And I will lock the door. And in the time that I will lock the door, I will try to open the door. I will also look to see if the child safety lock is there. But they can also mess with that and make it look like it is actually off when it's on so i always make sure i open back the door so i will open and close that door uh so that's something i think that you guys should do and here's the story time for you guys as we're reaching to the end when i this was maybe two or three weeks ago that i went to go to a friend's house and i got rideshare to come and pick me up so as he came to pick me up, I dabbled, I double tapped on the app. I saw what color car was coming to pick me up. But the way he stopped at my apartment, I couldn't see his license plate. So I walked out and walked behind the car to go and look to make sure the license plate matches. And then I walked to the car and he says my name. And I was like, hey, yes. And I walked into the car, opened the door again. And locked the door so as I got into the car he said to me did you just walk behind the car to check the license plate number I say yes I did he goes oh okay what if you didn't what if the license plate didn't match I said I would have continued crossing the street like I wasn't even paying you any attention and I wasn't even looking for a rideshare app I would have kept that shit moving he goes oh, okay he goes, but let me ask you a question. I'm like, you're already asking me a question, but I digress, you know. He goes, what if it didn't match, but I called you or I said your name to let you know it was me? I was like, I wouldn't have gotten into your car. He's like, why not? 
The license plate didn't let. It did not match, homie. The license plate did not match. You're like, I'm like, I ain't getting into your car. He goes, oh. He was just like, because, you know, I'm about to have to put this car in the shop. And it's probably going to be there for a week. And I don't want to have to miss out on money. So I figured, you know, I'll be using a different car. But I still want to do this ride share. So... I figure I still do it and I'll call people up and let them know ahead of time, like, hey, I'm not in the same car. So I said, you know, the Uber killer did the same shit. He goes, oh, but I'm calling to let you know ahead of time. I said what I said. I said, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I will get into your car. I will get another car. Like, it, like I'm going to be paying the same amount of money by getting into a car that I'm sure that this person matches up then getting into the car that I'm like, eh, I don't know. But he called me like, I'm not doing that, bro. He did not like that answer. Needless to say, it was a quiet ride to my homegirl's house. So I just, I'm, I'm saying all that to say, please be mindful. Please be more vigilant. Take some precautions, spend some time on the human trafficking hotline.org do some research. Ladies and gents, I truly believe that you have to protect yourself. Be vigilant, be prepared, be alert. Be vigilant, be alert, and be prepared. Now, if you are in a state where you have the right to carry, please carry, if that makes you comfortable. Carrying a gun makes you comfortable, please protect yourself and carry, okay? Now, for those of you who are not comfortable, please look up your state that you're in and look into getting a taser. Now, according to buytaser.com and the state requirements, I think there are only, if I'm reading this correctly, there are only two states that you're not allowed to carry a taser, and that's Hawaii. In Connecticut however in Connecticut you can have it in your house you just can't um, take it outside of your house so that's the only state but outside of those states you're allowed to carry a taser so please protect yourself get you pepper spray get you whatever you need to there are freaking tasers that looks like iPhones you can protect yourself in several ways please be vigilant please protect yourself be rude be disrespectful you can always apologize later that's been your episode of a crime that again thank you all for joining me i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you learned from this episode if you have any tips any stories please share them with me the show notes are going to be below with all the hotline information. Please contact me as you will. I appreciate you guys. Love you. Deuces.